Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. And it just so happens that at the same time you get to do something that you really enjoy doing, which that is like really pick up a guitar love. and play music and, you know, <laughs> do a face melting solo. But yeah. at the same time, you're like, because I can do that at home, right? Yeah. In, yeah. in this room, I can turn on an amp, I can plug in a guitar, I can put on a backing track and I can, yeah. I can have as much fun. Is it anywhere near as much fun as when I stand up with a group of people, even at a rehearsal, yeah. let alone in front of an audience and do it? No way. It's not even close. No, exactly. It's not even close. And the difference is is that I'm doing it with other people. Greetings, welcome back to the Guitar Smarts Podcast. Hope you're all keeping safe and well. This week, Kieran and me are talking about why you should join a band. Now, we love playing guitar, talking about guitars, looking at guitars, generally geeking out on anything to do with guitars. But there's nothing really that compares to the enjoyment that comes from playing music with other human beings. Nothing quite grows your musicianship like being in a band does. And there are so many other reasons why joining a band is a wonderful thing to do. That's what we are here to talk about this week. Housekeeping. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Why? Because you'll get alerts when a new podcast is released and that means you won't miss another show. And if you liked and subscribed because you like the show and you listen to us regularly then use the links in the description of this show to leave us a rating or a review. This is the best way to support us and it helps us to grow. Lastly, I want to give a couple of shout outs. Thank you so much to Nick Reed from Evansville, Indiana, USA for reaching out to us. He made a recommendation to us to listen to a great band from his local area called The Cold Stairs, who just recently toured the UK. They are great. If you love rootsy, riff-based rock, you should check them out. Link in the description. Secondly, another huge thank you to Mr. Andrew Cole, who very kindly made a donation to the podcast on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Incredibly generous of you to support the show. Kieran and I will be sure to treat ourselves to a fresh coffee, thanks to your kindness. In fact, it's very hot here in the UK at the moment, over 30 degrees Celsius, so I might make mine a mocha frappuccino if you don't mind. There are links in our description to our social media pages, links to our Buy Me A Coffee page if you do feel generous like Mr. Cole did. Come and see us on our social media pages and we'll be happy to see you there. That's about enough from me, let's get to it. 
It's uh, yeah. recording um, in progress. Recording. Okay, I'm good to go. Yeah, recording. Everything's cool. Got my cup of tea. Yeah. Happy days. Kieran, my old man, how are you doing? Buddy, I'm really well. I've had a fantastic week and uh, I'm feeling really good and you life is well. good. You look well. Thanks. Yeah, you, really, you look like. Have you had a holiday or have you just. Have yeah. You been yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. Fantastic. We, we went to Turkey last week oh, with the family. Oh, mate, it was so much. It was so needed. Um, we yeah. had a holiday planned back in Easter. I don't know if I told you we were going to go yeah. to um, Morocco in Easter, and Morocco still requires you to do a forty-eight hour PCR test. And um, we thought that's fine. You know, um, we'd all had COVID. Yeah. You know, a few months prior, and we were being pretty sensible about everything. So we said he'll be fine. No, no problems. Anyway, uh, 24 hours before we were due to fly out to Morocco, we got our PCRs back and we all tested positive for COVID again. So we had to, we had to cancel that trip, like literally uh, within 24 hours. Everything was packed, ready to go to the airport, all paid for. And, and I was crawling towards that holiday, man. I really needed it. I re- you know, do you know what I mean? When you're just like, you've got it in your head and you're like, yes, a holiday time. So it didn't happen. And I ended up um, having to look after the fam for a week because they got it quite badly. It was, uh, uh, my wife's first time having COVID, so she got hit quite badly. But anyway, uh, rebooked um, a few months later, not for Morocco, we'll go next year, but uh, we went to Turkey. And uh, wow, what an incredible country. Really? Uh, I, I've never been. I'm not, I hadn't. I hadn't. I've travelled a lot of the world and I hadn't been to Turkey before, but the people, the food, the weather, it was just sensational. So yeah, Fantastic. I feel like a new man. I've had a good <laughs> week last week. I've had a good week at work this week. Um, so yeah, life is good, buddy. How about you, mate? How yeah, you good. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. Um, work's good. Work's kind of calming down a little bit. It's been mad busy this last month or two, yeah, which is good, though. You. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, I like being busy. Yeah, but, um, yeah. bit of travel and, uh, you know, and, um, not much new to report. Oh, I had, I, I had a gig. Last time we did a, we had a conversation. I had a gig coming up, didn't I? That I was saying that was. You did. Yeah. Like the, the one day. where. Yeah, the long day gig where, and we've talked about yeah. learning songs under pressure. That's right. You had, a, you had a few tricky ones to learn. That's right. And a few tricky yeah. ones to learn and not much time to do it because the set list was only shared with me like the week before. Hmm. Uh, but it went, it went really, really well, you know, and it oh, was, an, it good. was a really, um, do you know what? It was an interesting day because I was a little bit kind of fed up that it was going to be such a long day. It was a gig in the middle mm. of London. Um, mm. Mm. And the setup time and everything was was super early. You know, we had to be there just after twelve, basically, to start the setup. Mainly because of access to the site. So yeah. the 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 event was actually in I think in a place called I think Clissold Clissold House, which is in Stoke Newington in in London, North okay. London. And that mm. that house is part of a you know just a public park, just a large you know mm. London average town public park. Um, oh. So we had to be there early to get access into the building. And even though we were set up and sound checked by about half three, we weren't starting until nine. So wow. it was a long time to wait, but it was a beautiful wow. day. That, that park yeah. was absolutely stunning. I spent hours just outside, just on the grass, just chilled out, just nice. watching the world come and go. And it was actually a really relaxing afternoon in the end. Good for you, man. 
I, mean, I was like, I just, I was just thinking, it's so busy in this park. People having barbecues, there's family gets togethers. There must be like ten or fifteen birthday parties going on. I just thought mm. I'd never seen a park so busy. And then it occurred to me, I was like, well, in this part of London, this park is like everybody's back garden, isn't it? Yeah, you forget that yeah. kind of thing, you know. It, yeah, well, we are just out in the sticks outside of London, you know, where we've got our own space and our own gardens and yeah. things like that. You forget how social everyone has to be in London to kind of you know live in the summer. But it was fascinating watching, yeah. you know, just, just spent, I just spent hours people watching before the gig and it was actually really relaxing. And then the gig went really well. You know, I mean, it was nice to do a gig with the Helix through in-ears, you know, just kind of because it was yeah. so simple to set up. And um, the guy who did the sound was superb. So I had a, you know, my own stereo mix and everything. And it was, nice. it was great. And actually, you know, I could control my own mix from my phone. I just had to download yeah. an app and control yeah. my own monitor mix from there and that was that was easy peasy so it ended up That's being so like cool. a super easy gig it was just a long old day because you know i left the yeah. house at half 10 in the morning for the gig and i only got home probably about two in the morning the next day so Oof. so it was a long one but it was a great gig and um yeah, it's nice to nice to have got out and 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 done it. But yeah, that, that's that's really it for me. Just been working and and, uh, and had a gig since the last time we spoke, mate. I think oh, we mate. To report. Oh, I'm pleased it went really well, though. <clears throat> Especially after our conversation around how it was going to be a long day, mm. a bit a bit of a schlep to get to, new songs to learn and everything. Yeah. But you know, it's nice when those things turn out good and you end yeah. up having an enjoyable experience fr- from it. You know, because sometimes right. that that isn't always the case and. It's why we get apprehensive about those kind of slightly longer day gigs and like, you know, early setup times and stuff, because invariably sometimes you're doing these gigs where you are waiting around where there is nothing to do. You haven't got a space to just chill out nicely. And, Mm. you know, you've got a long drive home and it's kind of like, oh, a bit of a, but it sounds like you, you, you made uh, the situation work for you and just went and had some time to chill out (laughs) and just thought, well, I'm done. What else am I going to do? I'd just have some time and just relax and recharge. I didn't expect it to be like that. Like I said, it was kind Mm. of, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know it would be such an enjoyable park to just spend time in. I mean, I, you know, I just wandered around and then would sit down at a bench. I think at one point I must've been sat at a bench for about an hour and a half before I realized how long (laughs) I'd been sat there just kind of, you know, watching the world come and go. And, you know, it was, it was really great. Um, you know, you don't get the chance to kind of chill out like that, but I guess I had to, to make that day work. I had to find some time yes. in the day to kind of relax yeah. and disconnect from it all. So yeah. lucky it was there really where it was so easy to do that. But yeah, um, I've got another gig coming up in a couple of weeks time with another new band actually. So I've got another set list to learn and this mm-hmm. is different. This is there's medleys in this one and a lot of defined mm. arrangements. So again, I'm under pressure now to, to learn <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff, but yeah, um, yeah. it'll be a good gig. I'm still looking forward to it because it's with quite a few people that I know. Oh uh, yeah. So, okay, cool. so yeah, that'd be cool. So rather than all new people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's always nice when you can yeah. reconnect with people that you maybe haven't played with for a while. And exactly. Yeah, it'd be, and you can have a bit of an on-stage laugh as well because exactly. you know each other, which is exactly which is nods good and fun. winks and laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely do. I definitely do. Um, I had a really cool experience this week <clears throat> uh, with with uh, with work. Um, so I flew back from Turkey <clears throat> on the Sunday night after a lovely holiday, and then Monday <clears throat> straight up to Birmingham. Um, drove up there. Uh, because we had a, 
uh, three day sales conference with our, yeah. with our, with, with my work. So I was, mm. um, cause I'm one of the, um, senior kind of guys there. I was helping <clears throat> run the show, doing mm. lots of, lots of presentations throughout the day to the company and lots of kind of motivational talks and, you know, all that kind of sales and sales and marketing jazz. stuff, all that jazz, all the worky stuff. <laughs> um, uh, but it was the first time we got together as a company pre-lockdown, right? And wow. normally we would get together yeah. a couple, couple or three times a year, get everyone together and, um, you know, have a big gala dinner and have some, have some drinks yeah. and party and all of that, as well as all of the kind of presentations and stuff to the teams during the day. So it was, it was great to do that. But, um, what I found out when I landed back uh, from Turkey is, um, they had actually hired a band for the big gala dinner. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, okay, cool, brilliant. And the event organizers called me and said, um, you play guitar, right? Do you, do you, do you want to, do you want to, <laughs> I like, I like to dabble. Uh, do you want, do you want to play like with the dabble. band? <laughs> I, like, I like to dabble. Do you, do you want to play with the band? Because actually the concept of this band, um, is very cool. I'm sure it's something you've heard of and it went down brilliantly for the, for the big awards do and, and, and the after party and everything. Is it's um well the, the name of the band is Rocky Oki right um, oh and it's right, called, yeah, right. Yeah. and and they, they these guys I must say I've got to name name check them mm. um, Dan on, on, on guitar Matt uh, vocals Johnny on bass and stuff these guys these guys were absolutely top pro musicians yeah. man like freaking legendary the event organizers sent me through um <laughs> this the set list and said if you want to play with the band we can we can sort it out for you because people will be getting up and singing and everything anyway that's the whole concept of it right you, you can live your dream by playing with a live band and singing with a live band right so it's mostly people getting up and singing mm. um but they said if you if you if you play guitar then then you know i'm sure that'd be all right for you to come and play guitar with them so i was like well, i can't can't resist that opportunity really <laughs> like, yeah. so no why not um but these guys i must say man were absolutely sensational musicians really that absolutely good. oh mate they were superb <laughs> the, the the set list that got sent to me uh, i mean we'll show you for one right they literally had a list of like 250 songs oh, must have yeah. been if not more right yeah where people can just select it and go yeah i want to get up and sing that and then they've and got to play up. it right and then they've got to play it right? <laughs> note for note perfect because it's yeah. a covers band and people are trying to sing it so it's got to be per the record and, and everything and these guys just do it it was quite quite inspiring to, to wow. see a band with that repertoire but um yeah got up and did a did a few numbers with them but uh, and it, and it, and it went really well, but just wanted to say that these guys at, at rockyoki.com were absolutely superb and highly recommended. Um, but it reminded me of a few of the things that we're going to talk about today, which is why, why play with a band? Why join a band? Why get into a band? If you're a, if, yeah. you're, a, if you're a guitarist at home and you're, you're practicing at home and you haven't joined a band yet, or it's been a while since you've played in a band because of COVID or whatever, mm. um, you and I have been out gigging now post COVID and getting back out there with bands and things, which is, which is great. But mm. a lot of the things that I think we're probably going to touch on today really came to light meeting these guys for the first time this week, sitting in with them, playing and having a great time mm. with them. Um, it's, there's, 
the stuff that you get from playing with a band as we do day yeah. in day out that is just so transferable to different situations and just being able to sit in with different bands and have the confidence mm. to do that um so yeah it was a great experience um yeah and it, and it really made made a made a made a highlight in my week and i thought right well let's let's have a chat this week about what it means to be in a band for for people that that are either had had a break from it because of covid yeah. or just thinking about doing it yeah because it's not easy is it i mean even now i'm kind of like um i i, I kind of have to count my blessings because you know the bands that i've been in before as a full-time member you know somebody who's gigged week in week out with that same group of people um, I think I've had it easy because you know I've, I've managed to be able to fit into an established band or you know and and kind of it's always worked out whereas now I want to be in a band again and it just feels almost like an impossible task to put something together I find it uh, you know uh, you know you, you you found it easier than I have to kind of get yourself into a band because yeah, I know you're in a band now I'm not in a band I only Depp um, but I wish I was in a band that was doing pub gigs and I can't seem to find, you know, the right one. But but it's it's hard even just getting into a band, you know, just yeah. the benefits of being in a band, though. Um, I just I just think it's it's the most important thing for me if you want to just and we're going to talk about specific points. But um, for me, the, the overarching thing is um, I think it just does wonders for your development as a musician in general, mm. not just a mm. guitarist, but just someone who would consider themselves a musician to, to play with other people. Um, oh, that sure. is so important. Sorry to interrupt this fascinating conversation, but if you've listened to us this far, maybe you should subscribe to the Guitar Smarts podcast. Go and do that now and come back when you've done it. Hey, welcome back. And I, and I kind of, um, I kind of feel like my life as a musician, uh, I feel like I, I can say that with confidence more than most because I, I was so late to gigging, even mm. though I, you know, I spent a, you know, I started learning guitar around 12 or 13, mm. uh, but I was in my twenties before I even took, you know, that out of the, out of the bedroom, you know, and, right. and started trying to get the confidence to play with other musicians. Um, it was a long time for me before, I mean, you know, some kids learn guitar, they learn a song a month later and that's it. They're in the garage with their mates mm-hmm. trying to jam things out and make it work. And for me, I was, I was always too shy. Um, but for, 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 you know, it was exponential. Once you started playing with other people, whether it was at jam nights or in bands or anything like that, your, your ability and your kind of a, just so many different things, they develop at an exponential rate. You know, it's so important, but, but there's other reasons too, why it's, why it's good to be. So we're kind of saying to five reasons, we're saying five reasons today, but there's probably more. More, isn't there? We'll tank oh, there's, prob- there's probably loads. We'll probably cover. Loads. We'll probably cover loads. But there, there's, I think, there's at least five core reasons. Yeah. To to get yourself into a band or get yourself back out there with a band if you haven't uh, mm. done done that yet. And probably the first one. I don't know if we're we're going to get tackle these in any particular order, but the first one would seem to link really nicely mm. to something that you just said, Matt, which is this this thing around confidence. Mm. You meant you mentioned like being late to gigging and uh, a kind of shyness. And that, I think, is a really natural feeling, right? Mm. Ir- irrespective of, of when you start your journey into joining your first band, rehearsing, and then getting out there in front of an audience, right? I don't, I don't think anybody can can pre- 
can profess to just being able to do it without any degree of, of kind of anxiousness and kind of nervousness and, and, you know, just come out of the gates fully, fully confident, right? But when you do start to play with other mu- musicians, join a band, start getting that experience, I have no doubt that whatever level of confidence you started from, mm. you will end up in a more confident place, gig by gig, rehearsal by rehearsal, month by month, year by year. It, it's it's just inevitable. Mm. Um, but it, it's one of the biggest things that kind of leads to that kind of uh, either fear of joining a band or that kind of performance anxiety in a band situation is people just kind of go, well, I can do all this stuff at home, but then when I get in a band situation and try and do it, or there's an audience in front yeah. of me, I just don't feel like I can do in it. The I moment, mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you and I have that at all anymore and I haven't had it for years. If anything, mm. I kind of relish the chance to get up and, and play yeah. and, and do that. Not in a, in a kind of showing off kind of sense or a, or a desire to kind of seek any kind of, you know, adoration from it, but just because we love doing it and we've yeah. got the confidence to do it now. It's a, it's a really, that's it. I mean, that's a skill for your whole life, right? Not just playing music. It's, Absolutely. Um, so, do, you yeah, think, I think do you think, and I'd actually, my question to you was then going to be, and you kind of, you said, when you said, you know, a skill for life, do you think that confidence feeds out into other areas of your life as well? Do you think you become generally more confident in life rather than just a more confident musician? Do yeah, you think I, it spreads? I, completely, completely, yeah. right. Um, so the example I would give is, you know, if I'm if I'm standing up in my day job um, for work in front of a couple of hundred people, or giving you know, and giving those types of presentations, or even if I'm just speaking to a small team of, of, of people, right? But you, all eyes are on you. You're expected to to say important yeah. stuff that people that's going to resonate with people and, and make them, you know feel bought into whatever it is you're trying to talk to them about mm. you know you've got to have a level of confidence and, and conviction to do it now before i ever was in the position where i was standing up in front of people and public speaking and, and talking in that way to them mm. i was out gigging and playing with bands and people kind of ask me about where i learned presentation skills from and how i have that confidence to stand up in front of an audience and speak mm. And it's a really simple answer to me. It's like, I learned it because when I was 17, 18 years old, I was getting up and playing guitar in front of people and literally yeah. had the fear of God of like, oh my God, I'm going to make a bum note or this song's yeah. going terribly. And, you know, <laughs> I, I just want to die. And, you know, this is a terrible gig and all of that stuff that, you mm. know, kind of from your mistakes, you get better and you learn and you learn more about your own style and, and, and what works for you. It, it certainly translates into into other facets of my life because I mean it's it's pretty common sense, right? If you can get up in front of people and play guitar and stuff, you're probably likely to feel more confident getting up and doing some public speaking or yeah. or, or whatever. Sure. You know, sure. that's a pretty pretty common link there. Mm. I I agree. I I think it you know I think it definitely feeds into other areas of your life as well because you learn to uh, trust yourself. I think a little bit more, right. don't you? I think I think yeah. you learn to kind of accept that. Um, you, you should give yourself more credit as a person, you know, mm, kind of, mm. you know, as you, as you play and you learn things and you get things right and, you know, you develop things and you start realizing, you know, Hey, I've done this by myself. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've I've chosen to pick up this instrument and and say I'm not going to play along with the backing track anymore. That keeps me in time, mm-hmm. or that you know it keeps the arrangement correct, or you know where the backing singing is always in tune. I, I you know I've worked hard on this band that I've put together with some friends, and we're sounding good. I should give myself more credit for that. And it's kind of like yeah. I think that's why the confidence. Um, you know, that you get from, from playing in a band over time and doing it well is such an important part of it because, um, there's so much kind of evident evidence behind it, isn't it? It's not like you're overly mm. confident or you're just choosing to be confident for the sake of being you know, just, just for the sake of the moment. It's, it's like over time you've proven yourself in and out day by day that, you know, That's you're doing it. something really well. Um, and you're like, and you're enjoying how it makes you feel, you know, it's, it's moving to yourself to kind of perform, you know, and enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I think it's impossible not to kind of build confidence. And that's so important in life, isn't it? To have confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's not, and it's a thing that you can work on, right? For people that aren't naturally confident or get anxious in those kind of public situations where they're being looked at, going out and playing with a band is a lovely way to experience it and learn from other people, like how they deal with it, how they're feeling. You feel that kind of camaraderie as a team together going through it. And it also teaches you how to, how you need to prepare as an individual to put yourself in that type of situation. Yeah. Right. So I always have like a little gigging ritual before I get on stage. Right. Even if I've only got two minutes before after the sound checked or whether I've got, yeah, it's very similar, just a couple of little things, right. Which are very common sense. (laughs) To me, I never knew this. Yeah, okay. I tell you a little bit more every week. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, So I will always have um, a little step outside. And, mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and a little pace pace around just a mm-hmm. few steps just to walk outside of the, the kind of gigging stage environment so to take my always take myself outside for some some fresh air I'll always kind of get my legs limbered up a little bit and just get the blood flowing right in, in get the rid of the stiffness and, and yeah. that's it just feel okay. like I'm kind of loosened up a little bit I would always go to the loo um, yeah. whether I feel like I need the loo or not I'll always go for a for, 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 for a week Uh <laughs> Uh, that's just like a little ritual. And then I will always uh, splash my face with water. Really? Before, always, always. It uh, And uh, not, not so that I then go on stage looking like I'm sweating. like, <laughs> like <laughs> So, uh, you know, to dry my face and all of that kind of thing. But always just kind of give my face a wash. It wakes you up. It makes you feel ready for it. And yeah. once I've done those little things, <laughs> right, I can I can take on anything. I that's feel like... Mentally and physically ready. Now I do all, and I learn how to do those because I used to get anxious before going on to play a gig. Yeah. Right. But now I do all of those things at work whenever I'm going to go and speak to a group of people or really or go into it like a meeting where I know it's going to be an intense meeting. That's going to be like lots of discussion and some difficult yeah. decisions and all of that. It, that ritual of getting myself conf- in a confident frame that's of mind so and ready to take on whatever challenges in front of me. I learned from being a nervous 17 year old gigging in pubs so years cool. ago. Yeah. That's so I mean, cool. everyone, everyone has something, everyone, but that's how you, that's how I built confidence. Mm. Um, 
That is a really great ritual. I really like that kind of approach because, as simple as it is, it's like you've got a. a it's like you. It's like you've got a number of switches, just some final right. switches that you're flicking on before the performance, right. kind of thing. That's it. And actually, I, I like the fact as well that you're kind of treating life as a performance in mm-hmm. many ways. A lot of things mm-hmm. that you have to do from day to day, mm-hmm. if you treat them as a performance, and yep. then imagine yourself switching into that performance mode with that ritual and stuff then exactly it helps you you know your confidence it helps you to treat the moment differently i think um totally that's a really lovely way of phrasing it somebody said something like that this this week while i was at work when they were speaking they were just like you've got to figure out who you need to be in that moment yeah what is it what 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 kind of self do you need to bring to that moment to yeah. get the result that you want to get and that's yeah. exactly it it's kind of, it's kind of getting that is it is almost like moment. being an actor isn't it in a way yeah yeah and which is exactly. true of being in a band you know and you're in a band i mean you you are but like say so you're performing you're not necessarily you, maybe you think you're being yourself but you have to bring something to it don't you and mm, you do yeah and you i guess you do it the more you the more you build that confidence so number yeah. one number one reasons to join a band wow mm, mm. probably the most compelling i think of the reasons we could think of but you know to build personal confidence i think um yeah uh, is something that that will absolutely happen if you're in a, well if you're in a good band <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as you're not in a band full of idiots. But that is, you know, I, I completely agree with, with that one, mate. Building confidence is, um, I think, inevitable. If you join and work hard at being in a decent band and performing well and getting, you know, comfortable with the nerves and using them as, uh, you know, kind of propellant, if you like, <laughs> for, for, for you know, for the performance um, rather than letting yeah. nerves get on top of you. I remember the first yeah. gig I ever did, um, yeah. the first full gig I ever did. I don't think I brought my head up from looking at the guitar for the right. whole time. I don't think I, yeah. I don't think I ever did, except for maybe just to kind of look at the singer, you know, yeah. to see where we were going. So nervous, but I enjoyed it. I yeah. loved every moment of it. But, yeah. um, you know, it changes, doesn't it? As you get more confident, you kind of, you know, just things that would have terrified you beforehand just yeah. seemed absolute, you know, tri- trivial nonsense now. <laughs> That's a really good insight. Were you aware, do you think, at the time that you were looking down at your guitar? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a you, conscious decision. Conscious, it, was it was a conscious, conscious decision. decision. I do yeah. not want to look yeah. up and look at people. I do not want to know that yeah. they're watching me play guitar yeah 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 because i had the same feedback on my first gig as well but i wasn't aware but it was clearly for the same reasons um because i thought okay i've played pretty well didn't make any big mistakes or anything like that it's that's that's a good gig it's gone it's gone pretty well yeah um but then somebody said yeah that was good but do you realize you literally just looked at the ground the entire gig and i was just like well i haven't even hadn't even thought about that (laughs) it hadn't even kind of crossed my mind because i just kind of got through the gig and there wasn't any bum notes but then you go sugar i didn't really have the confidence to look up and look at the audience and then you start kind of trying to work on that and build on that and get confident engaging the audience and putting on a show rather than just playing your your instrument and Mm. that's yeah it's a different level yeah good fantastic well let's move on because i think the other um the other important thing from a more technical perspective that that is important when you you know as a reason to join a band is 
Yeah. For me, at least, my experience, and I think a lot of people have said this as well, nothing develops your capabilities, you know, your chops mm-hmm. as, a, as yeah. a musician more than improvising with other musicians and being in a situation where you're able to jam or, you know, or play yeah. music with other musicians. And like I said yeah. before, it's, it's not the same as sitting at home, listening and playing along to a backing track. You know, there's interaction mm-hmm. when you're in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, for sure, the, you know, a period in my life where uh, probably around 2007, 2008, when um, it was around the time I'd first kind of joined a band and I started going to like these jam nights in Guildford, you know, with a lot of yeah. mates from college that were running mm-hmm. kind of live music nights that weren't your traditional jam nights where anybody could come up and they'd put a band together. It was more a case of, there's a house band, but there's a lot of friends that also got up and played during the house band, but it wasn't a formal jam night, you know what I mean? It was kind of, yeah. you know, so you, I ended up getting, you get into this group of friends and you'd go to these jam nights and you'd play and some of the musicians are incredible. So you mm-hmm. raise your game naturally to try and meet them somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. Between where you are yeah. and where they are. So, but uh, just the, just sheer, just my sheer kind of presence, of, you know, of being there at that night and playing with those musicians, you are raising your game above what you're cool. used to doing. Um, yeah. And that just, over time, you know, it just improves you more than I think any any amount of practice sat at home yeah, really does. Absolutely. Because there's nothing like that moment, you know, when you're with other musicians where you just, it's like you're riding inspiration, you know. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and you kind of realise in that moment what you, you know, you kind of like, okay, I really am capable, you know, mm. of more than, than I give myself credit for here. I can hear and understand more than I think I can give myself credit for and that only comes when you play with other people being in a band oh, and, and playing with other people that's the only time that will happen you know to be kind of yeah. driven and written by by inspiration and to kind of develop your your skills and your chops in a way where you're in the presence of other people who inspire you to do that oh, doesn't happen on that does not happen at home by yourself no yeah. I, I, no it doesn't and well it doesn't but by virtue of the fact that when you're at home uh, you're, you're the best guitarist in the world so so long as you haven't got a Steve Lukather video on that you're trying to play along to right yeah. and then you go out and uh, and you play with people and you're just like oh now, I've had plenty of moments particularly in my younger life you know as a teenager and stuff 16 years old you think you are the best guitarist in the world man because you've learned the pentatonic scale and, and that's it that's you've got it. everything you need in your kit bag now yeah. to, to go and melt faces right that's that's that's, that's the, the arrogance of youth and, and what you believe at the time it. right but then yeah. you get yourself into a band situation and you think well, that's great and then you realize all of the things and limitations that you hadn't learned the arrangement well enough you didn't realize yeah. that you know you needed to be uh, really on time and listening to the other kind of guy it, it teaches you so much and i am yeah. really really fortunate to play with people quite regularly who are yeah. way better than me and i love it <laughs> absolutely it's love, the love best. it it keeps me sharp, best, man. It? it keeps me sharp. It keeps me learning. It keeps yeah. me entertained. It keeps me kind of every time like taking on board another little nugget about what yeah. I need to do with my playing. And, you know, at first it's quite a, 
a, a daunting and somewhat frustrating thing. Like, you know, I can imagine if you're a golfer and you went out and played a round of golf with someone that just kicked your ass every time you went around the course, you'd soon just pack up your clubs and go, well, <laughs> yeah. this is just not my game. It's right? tiring, right? Yeah. But there's something about a bound situation where, you know, provided you can hold your own to a certain extent, right? Mm. It, it's not a terrible thing if there's some brilliant musicians in the band who are way better than you because Absolutely. You've, you've still got to play as a band together and you've yeah. always got to kind of keep each other and the song moving mm. in the right direction. But you invariably get better and better because of the guys around you because they 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 make you get better. You know, they it's, do. It's, they, 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 they pull you up. That's the thing. Right. It's like right. it's it's kind of where's the average, you know? And if you're playing with musicians, uh, you know, who have a certain level all the time, where yeah. the average capability is above yours, then you are by definition being carried upwards. You know, I think that yeah. that's the way I kind of see it. Is yeah, you 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 don't. It's it's like like, what's the saying? You should never be the smartest person in the room. You know, mm-hmm. it's if you if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're not going anywhere else, are you? That's it. You know, and I, I think that's yeah. the key for me. With you know, so that's that's another just massive reason to join a band. But obviously, mm-hmm. don't join a band of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds actually not an awful thing. You should maybe you should join a band of terrible musicians and and be part of something that just gets better and better all the time. But uh, from specific to my point about developing your chops and your abilities mm-hmm. as a musician, um, playing with people who are um, who are much better than you um, mm-hmm. is just such a great experience for mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. better yourself. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, you absolutely. know, to have someone who can explain things to you from time to time, you know, to, yeah. you know how to play things and to see someone actually play something and go, okay, I understand that better. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. That's there great. is a flip side to that, though. There is a flip side. And I think there are instances where I'm sure you've definitely come across it, where you are the, the strongest musician in, in the group and you are kind of pulling the band up to, up to your level. But that can also teach you some stuff as well around leadership skills yeah. and how to coach, how to coach others around you how to support them in the right way but also how to make mm. them get better and how you know that whole kind of musical director piece where you need to make the arrangement work for others because yeah it, it's happened a couple of times in my in my in my experience but not not that often because as i said I, I love playing with people that are much better than me but when i have been in a situation where it's required me to step into that role to to help get the arrangement yeah. right to help provide direction and coaching to others and and just bring the band up to the next level that's another set of skills that that is important to, yeah. to have in your in your in your kit as well um to be able to do it in the right way that encourages mm. and gets a better result than when you started rather than just demotivating people and you end up kind of going well this is just a waste of my time because these guys are just terrible yeah um, so yeah, yeah that's a really good point ways. man i think you know being able to guide other musicians too if you know you're in that mm. you know mm. privileged position then that's another really great reason to, to join a band is to see something, you know, grow and improve yeah, over yeah, time, yeah. thanks yeah. to your input and the input of others. That's a really great thing. You did that a lot in Roadrunner, man, a, a lot. We would look to you really? for the arrangements. Oh, of course, absolutely, because you were you were a very experienced kind of musician. You had that uh, kind of ability to be able to, to coach and, and lead us on different structures for songs and, and you know, organising parts and stuff. So... Yeah, that's um, that's a, that's a, another facet that, mm. that can come come from playing in a band. So, 
Yeah. All right, cool. I did enjoy that, you know. It was, it was a good one. But we always kind of, it always felt like a team effort, didn't it? You know. It did. In Roadrunner, good old Roadrunner. It did. It did. <laughs> so we've hit, we've, we've, we've hit the mark there, I think, on two really important points. Developing yeah. your chops yeah. and building confidence. I mean, pretty much the world is yours after that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but what would you say is, is the next important um Th- reason to join a band you know if you're not in, if you're not conv- if you're listening to this and you're not convinced yet yeah. <laughs> what what else can what else Karen do you think I mean there's, there's quite a few things but I think the next one for me and again this is probably a bit of an obvious one that we can cover quite quickly but it's it's this it's this teamwork element right mm. this there is and, and with that teamwork there comes something wonderful off the back of it as well but Right. To be in a group of people where you have got to cohesively come together and create something that entertains people, uh, entertains yourself as well, hopefully, mm. requires like communication skills, requires that kind of emotional intelligence to be able to support each other because you might all turn up in different moods, different kind of baggage with you that day. And it is a fundamental skill at being being in a team. And that's where, from my experiences, the bands I've enjoyed being in the most sometimes hasn't had anything to necessarily do with the level of musicianship on, on offer and, and the skill set on offer. It's been more to do with, am I enjoying being part of this team? Mm. And does the team look after me and I look after the team? It's that whole kind of thing. Off the back of it, you know, when you get to a really lovely level, some of these people end up becoming, you know, friends for life, right? Because you've, you've yeah. got that kind of connection, That's right? That's right. You know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great skill. Again, that's transposable to other parts of your life. But if you're looking for an environment where, You've got to communicate, give each other feedback, um, be able to be critical. Um, because if you don't, you're all, people mm. are always going to hear the bum notes. You're always going to drop a part of that song. You've got to, you've got to have all of that kind of support. And that goes all the way through from like getting the gear in from the van, helping each other pack up at the end of the night, yeah. get, you know, buying each other a drink. It's all the, the, the kind of social skills that come in keeping a team together. That's right. Um, yeah. you know, which I think you definitely learn in a band. And that's often why bands fall apart as well, because basically it's nothing to do with like, you know, people got fed up with the music or whatever. It's because they just fell out as individuals. Yeah. Cause right? they just don't work together. Or yeah. just, there's too many people in the group who aren't willing to pull in the same direction. Yeah. Uh, that's so true. Yeah. You know, I think, um, again, it's like life skills, isn't it? Do you know what it is? Mm. It's, I think the mm. thing I'm realizing as we have this discussion is that yeah. being in a band is like this concentrated little, microcosm of where if you if you if you're in it you're learning value all the life skills you could you could ever need really um in this specific situation very quickly it's yeah it's not just about the musicianship it's it's literally life skills in 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 application in one specific context isn't it and uh, maybe that's the most important reason to be in a band is to kind of advance all that honestly 
Yeah. Maybe. And it just so happens that at the same time you get to do something that you really enjoy doing, which is like pick up a guitar and play music and, you know, (laughs) do a face melting solo. But at the same time, you're like, because I can do that at home, right? In in this room, I can turn on an amp, I can plug in a guitar, I can put on a backing track and I can, I can have as much fun. Is it anywhere near as much fun as when I stand up with a group of people, even at a rehearsal, let alone in front of an audience and do it? No way. It's not even close. Exactly. Even close, and the difference is, is that I'm doing it with other people, and all the other stuff that happens when you're, when yeah. you're doing it with. Do you know? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, one of the one of the reasons I had as well, just like moving on and to, to some more reasons for being in a band, was actually that audience part as well. Is to play to an audience. Yeah. I mean, you're never gonna. Well, I mean, if you could be a solo musician and go to you know some mm. open mics or be a, an acoustic performer, that's fair. If you're not mm. technically mm. in a band, but um, if you're in a band you're going to be performing to audiences and I think mm. once you get past that shyness and that you know you've got a bit more confidence and you you're comfortable with looking out across the audience and seeing people enjoying what you're doing and, and um you know interacting with you and interacting with them and you know that is such a real privilege you know I always feel it always feels good to me to be able to play yeah. in front of yeah. a crowd of people who are enjoying themselves and seeing mm. people enjoy themselves mm. with what you're doing that oh, yeah. that really feels like the best culmination of having learned something well enough to be able to perform you know because um, if you're going to judge yourself as you're learning music as you're growing up about you know, how good am I getting at this I'm not quite getting that chord right well the ultimate kind of uh, success factor is if you can make people get up and dance and interact with them as an audience you know if you if you get to that point yeah. in your life of your musician as a musician that you can you know you can you can move people like music moves you then that's another reason to be in a band you've got to oh, go and totally. do that week in week out you know totally mate I've got, like when people get up and dance even if it's only like a few people that have got up and danced and had a really good time because you know it was a quiet gig or whatever and mm-hmm. they come up to you afterwards and they say oh you guys are brilliant and blah 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 and we had a really good time and I just say look the fact that you guys got up had a great time really enjoyed it that's made it worthwhile for me that's it's made just, that's made my night that, that, yeah. that, you know so yeah yeah absolutely mate I agree Absolutely. So what have we done so far? Let's let's recap, okay? So far. Okay, how many have we got to? How many have we got to? <laughs> I think we did four. Or maybe we did we five. Four. I don't know. Yeah. I think we we definitely we definitely did the confidence one. Okay. We've yes. done uh developing your chops. Yes. Um we've done learning about commitment and learning about teamwork. Yes. Um yes. and we've done to play to an audience. So we've done four, yes. I think. I think that's okay. four. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's four. That is four. <laughs> I was counting as we were going through. Yeah. And uh yeah, what do you what do you think? If I mean if we are gonna make this a list of five, to you, Kieran, what would be your your fifth option? But my, my my fifth option. Yeah. Uh well there is a life skill one, yeah. It, but there's also then a, a much more fun one, which I'm sure you've got on your list as well. But I'll, I'll do a boring <laughs> one and then we'll finish, for, then we'll finish with a nice fun all one. All right, go on. So we talked about the teamwork bit. We talked about all those kind of skills, but the commitment bit, you kind of mentioned there. Commitment is, again, like 
another transposable life skill that being in a band teaches you, mm. right? There is this, there's this unwritten code, right, of being in a band when you're in a proper band and it's going well, which is like pretty much on pain of death. You, you, you don't cancel going to a gig, right? If you've got mm. a cold or you're feeling a bit tired or you've had a rough week or whatever, t- tough. You get there and you, because yeah. you've been booked, yeah. you've rehearsed for it. There's a group of people that are all, ch- you know, changing their life that day to go along and do, do the gig. Yeah. It, it teaches you how to organize your diary first and foremost yeah. around other stuff that's going on in your life. Mm. It teaches you to, well, it certainly taught me the hard way about proper communication skills with my wife because, you know, I need to organize my gigs around what's going on in her <laughs> life and with kids and stuff. And I don't yeah. always get that right, but, but it's got, it's maybe better but most importantly it, it's taught me how to like properly commit to stuff yeah. and follow it through because mm. you know it's not just about you it's about the other people and you know the venue that's booked you and the people that are coming to sh- show up because they want a night out and they've heard there's a, like, a good band coming to play and, and all of that so and I think I think that's a really good good skill. If you if you find yourself, if, if nothing else that we've said today has convinced you to get back out there and gig or, or be in a band if you've not been in one before, and you're one of those people that just is a bit flaky with stuff, and go join a band because yeah. it will sort you out. Go and join or, or, a or, or, or it won't, and you'll be sacked in five minutes for being flaky. Right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We've all we've all been in bands where like we know people who just don't respond to texts or messages or can't commit yeah. to a gig day or just whatever. It's not it's not a good it's not a good thing. Maybe um, they should put you know I, I, well, I don't know. I think I think it's it's almost like you know you, you, like what's the phrase a leopard you can't change a, a leopard spots or something like that. If maybe yeah. if you're that kind of yeah. person, it's not going to fix that for you but you know yeah. if I, I agree with you i think if, if you're if you're willing to if, if you're really passionate about music and you really want to be in a band but that is something that's a problem for you then a band will sort that out for sure like you say you know you realize that all these other people are as dependent on you as much as you're dependent on them and yeah. uh and even in just in the moment of playing music you know you, you your part in the song is commitment isn't it you know it's that same thing yeah, isn't it? For sure. it's it's the commitment to a band is analogous to your commitment to the music with your instrument and that's so that's such yeah. an it, it it's kind of like all the, the part of the reason why these things are so important is because they apply to your passion for music as much as they do for the practicalities of being in a band you know your confidence mm-hmm. builds because you're performing but also because you're playing music you love and you know you're developing chops not just because you're playing with people who are great but because you've got passion for the music that you're trying to play and improvise over it's like everything about what happens interpersonally and what happens musically is so connected with being in a band that yeah. that's why it's so cool yeah. and so good to be in a band isn't it yeah. i think um yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know being able to learn about musicianship and performance from other people mm. is mm. so important mm. you know those things are all you know it's such a such a great experience being in a good band i think we've sold it so far pretty <laughs> So. I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty sold i'm sure i'm sure they are but i know you've got a fun one for us to finish on oh and, yeah uh, absolutely I, well let's say it's a fun one this may be the most important one you know um let's let's just go with it. yeah the fifth reason to join a band is the excuse to buy more gear <laughs> oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it was the 1960s, it would have been sex with groupies, but we're all, we're all, a, bit, uh, we're all a bit wiser and, and uh, sensible now. We're, we're happily married men anyway, so exactly. we don't get to do any of that anymore. <laughs> but the thing that we do get to do is buy more buy stuff. More gear. Yeah, exactly. Yay. More pedals, more guitars, more amps, yeah. everything that, you, yeah. I mean, it just. And, you know, well, I need a louder amp for this gig, you know, or I need... That's it. We're doing this new song, I'm going to have to get a better chorus pedal, you know. It's just everything just feeds into your, you know, gear acquisition syndrome, doesn't it? It is great. Oh, the other guitarist has got one. If I was... Yeah, yeah, we were. We were. I was doing a little. We were doing a little pedal board comparison with the guitarist in this in this Rocky Oki band. He had a lovely pedal. He had yeah. an incredible tone. Really, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it's a die for me. He had this little Victory uh, amp head oh, and, yeah. and cabinet. Really gorgeous sound out of it. He, and he had a. I think it was one of those Yamaha. Uh, they're called Reverend Guitars. Revstar. Uh, Revstar, thank you. Yeah. But with the P90s in it, I kind of yeah. watched them play the other night. I was like, oh man, I need a guitar with P90s in my life. Oh, really? After- <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just, I need a guitar with P90s. Just sounded epic. Absolutely. Yeah. See, look, I'm doing it now. I've convinced <laughs> myself I need more gear. <laughs> you are, aren't you? You're doing it. You're yeah, just proving the point. That's- proving the point. Exactly the point. Exactly yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah. Don't have a P90 guitar. It sounded amazing. Oh, yeah, I need one of those. Now you need a P90 <laughs> guitar. There's lots of good ones yeah, out there. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, oh, you know what? Speaking special, about pickups and things like that, just before we wrap up, I did want to mm. just say, do you remember how when I got the Gretsch and the, and the Telecaster or the Esquire, I said I was going to retire the Les Paul? Oh, yeah. Well, really we what did, I'm going to yeah. do is I'm not going to retire it, but <laughs> I'm going to take the opportunity now to kind of... Um, you know, kind of get, just give it the the retirement it should have, and I'm just going to oh, yeah. upgrade it and just everything. I cool. mean, I've had it for 20 years. I think it needs a refret, so I'm going to at some yeah. point get it refretted and get that mm. you know just perfect. Um, yeah, I'm going to replace all the hardware with like really good top quality, you know, like Tom Pro's stuff and some really decent, Lovely. you know, proper. Um, tuners on it and stuff like that get all that upgraded um i'm going to redo the wiring completely from scratch um sort all that did you put new pickups in that before no it's it's still the the original pickups do you know what pickups i'm gonna go for i'm gonna go (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna just automatically say the words iron gear but i do realize there are other pickup manufacturers they are fantastic but i I think i want to put in i think this is obvious but I want to put in a set of Dimaggio. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I fitted a set of those for uh, for our good friend in his Luke. Yeah. Uh, for in his latest, no, not in the not in his latest one. In his in Demo's uh, middle Luke, we put in a set of transition. Yeah. Uh, pickups. Good. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I just yeah. I, maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know, but that's what's in my mind at the moment is to kind of I really want to overhaul the guitar and just kind of say, you know, you've had twenty years of hard work gigging, you know, as my main guitar for a long time mm. up until getting the mm. Strat really, um, and I kind of want to, you know, um, just upgrade it. I kind of feel like it deserves more. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like I completely know what you mean. Completely know what you mean. It's yeah. It's absolutely. like the it's like you know the Rolex watch for twenty years of, of uh, you know service kind of thing. It's it's that's what I well, feel like absolutely. I you know, want to do for it. But do you know what? I think it's a really important thing to do. 
I'm kind of laughing because I'm, this, this is how I justify most of my extravagances to myself. <laughs> but genuinely, I think this is a worthwhile thing for you to do because you've got now a little, a lovely collection of nice guitars building, mm. right? And and you know that you're probably going to gig those ones more than your 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 um, Les Paul now. You will not play that Les Paul again if you leave it in its current state, yeah. just as it is. Yeah. Right. And that yeah. will be a shame because of the sentimental value, because the gig memories you've got with it, everything that goes with it. And because when you're out playing and doing your, your gigs, you're going to go for your, for your other newer guitars now. Yeah. Because they're your kind of work, yeah. workhorse guitars and, and they'll be set up and well-maintained, etc. So you're in mm. danger of having that Les Paul just stay there as a piece of wall art with memories. So I think if you do this, get it as good as it can get. Getting playing really yeah. nicely for those moments when you're just sat at home and you're not going out gigging and, and you want to play guitar. When you pull that down off the shelf, it'll have all of those appointments on it and, and, and it'll be good to go and it'll make you think, oh yeah, I still love yeah. this guitar <laughs> rather than, oh, this yeah. guitar is lovely. It's got memories, but it's a bit neglected now and the frets are out and the wiring's no good anymore. And exactly. so I think it's an important thing to do to celebrate the life of yeah. that guitar and make sure that it keeps getting played by you in the, in the future yeah. when you're not gigging. That's perfect. You just hit the nail. Let's, so perfect. Let's go, let's go play some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go spend some more money. <laughs> Let's go spend some more cash. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That was a fantastic conversation, man. I think um, yeah, that's really, cool, actually, man. just having the conversation has kind of given me the um, impetus to just go out there and maybe join a band rather than trying to put one together, you know, which I've kind of been thinking about a lot recently. But, you know, most of the people I want to play mm. with who are friends are too busy anyway to put a new band together. Maybe I just need to go and find some new people and, you know, just join one yeah. and, and kind of just enjoy it and get on with it. So yeah, see how that goes. <laughs> absolutely right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Any band would be lucky to have you, mate. Oh, Good thank God. you. That's very kind Jesus. of you to say. Oh man. Insane guitar player. You're ridiculous. <laughs> we need to get to a jam night yeah. as well. When are we going? We do. We do need to get a jam. Come on. We really do. Come on. We really We've got to do it. Next Thursday. Let's go next Thursday. Next Thursday. It is. Let's do it. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Yeah. By the time this is out, it'll be like last Thursday or the Thursday before. And then the next oh, one yeah. that's out, we'll talk about how good the jam was. <laughs> that's it. That's what we're going to do. Cool. <laughs> Mate, what a pleasure. A cracking week, cracking conversation as always. Anything Anything planned for this week? I've got a chilled one. I've got no gigs this weekend. Oh, nice. um, so yeah, just family time this weekend. And then plenty of gigs lined up in July, which is lovely. Going to go and see Guns N' Roses live uh, in Wembley next weekend. <gasps> Uh, not Wembley, Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur oh, yeah, Stadium. Okay. So that's a that's a bucket list item for me to see the pretty much original. Is it really? You're pretty much the original. Well, Axel's just back, with a few, on bass, a few extra years. Slashes there on guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a few, a few, a few more miles on thing. drums. Yeah. Axel's going to be yeah, sat down exactly. the whole gig, and Slash is going to be a, one of his pedals. He's a yeah. he's a pacemaker, isn't it? Direct to his heart. <laughs> 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 well, you joke, but that's yeah. true. The, the kind of the opening, uh, like few pages of his autobiography, is the is is how he recants that at least at, in at least one point of every gig that he does, he gets a massive jolt from his pacemaker that is in his heart at some point during a gig, and it hurts really? every time. 
Yeah, yeah, because he almost died like 73,000 times during the 80s, didn't he, from excess. And his heart has got a pacemaker in it as a result of, of him doing that. And so it does it does, it does go off every gig, apparently, <laughs> according to his autobiography. This is just like terrifying, <laughs> you know. I know, I know. See, they don't make rock stars they like don't, that anymore. Do they, you know, they, don't, they really don't make is, rock stars like that Is there anything like more rock and roll than that? Than, than yeah, that very really. thing? That might be not the really. most rock and roll. <laughs> it might be the most edged rock and roll, <laughs> edged rock and roll thing. You know, he's so rock and roll. He keeps playing through his pacemaker, <laughs> restarting yeah, yeah. his and heart, like, his heart back. <laughs> That's almost Spinal Tap, isn't it? Is, it? Isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit Spinal Tap. tap. <laughs> no, probably not. No, he probably stays away from water as much as possible. <laughs> this is the electric man of Guns N' Roses. I imagine just, you know, do not, do not go near water. <laughs> Dial pacemaker up to 11 before going on stage. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh. I wonder if that comes as part of the instructions for his guitar tech as well. Yeah. You know, sort out the back line, sort out the pedals, restring the guitars, put, put a new so battery in his like pacemaker. Rub his feet and get rid of static electricity before he hands all the guitar, just in case. <laughs> Oh, stop it, you're killing me. Oh, anyway, I'll, let you, I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On that note, have a cracking week, note. mate, and I will speak yeah, to you, buddy. Speak to you next. Yeah, have a great week yourself. Cheers, pal. Speak All the soon. best, bud. Tell have it. Bye, mate. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to us this week on the Guitar Smarts Podcast. Hope you found this interesting. Maybe you're now motivated and ready to go out there and join or start a band. You should do it. Definitely do it. You'll love it. Anyway, uh, we look forward to having you back to listen to us in a couple of weeks' time to the next show. Uh, In the meantime, remember to check out the links in the description. Come and give us a rating or review. Check out our social media pages and check out some of those other links in the description for uh, recommendations for bands to listen to, etc. And anyway, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.